0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to my podcast. It is January 27th, um, which means that my semester ends in two days. And so instead of finishing the presentation that's due tomorrow, um, I have decided that we're going to have a little chat. Today, we had our Lead Learners Workshop, which is a workshop that my school holds with students and teachers, whoever wants to join. And we just look at topics that are relevant to our school community as a whole. It's kind of in replace of faculty meetings. So I had that and then I also had Justice Coalition meeting, which again is a pretty big group who get together and talk about a lot of really relevant issues. And so the combination kind of resulted in a ton of talking and a ton of thinking, and it is now 8 o'clock at night, and I don't think I've stopped talking since I hung up on the second Zoom. So I thought that I would touch upon what I said in my previous episode when I said that the change that I was talking about had to happen from somewhere higher up, and that I didn't know how to do that. And I need to revisit this, and I don't believe that it's true anymore. So this brings me to the subject of today's Lean Learner meeting, which was titled Beyond Grades. There had been a meeting a little bit ago that looked into our school, our high school transcript, and the positives and negatives of using that transcript. Uh, the group went on to look into this other transcript that is produced by a nonprofit organization that focuses more on your competency and your progress, your interests, and much less, I think it does not include any grades or GPA or numbers. Today, one of the questions that came up was, If grades are only part of the story, what can we do as a school community to help students tell individual stories of success? There was a wide range of answers here. Basically the general consensus is some sort of project that the student compiles that shows their growth and who they're as a person and what makes them unique. My high school kind of has a jumping off point from this because we have a program called the Portrait of a Learner which is this collection of six competencies that basically define who you are and help shape you into the most well-rounded, successful person that you can be going out into the real world. When this was first initiated, I took part in a full day workshop my freshman year in which I kind of dove more into myself and who I was as a person and who I wanted to be. A moment in my life, a learning experience that defines me. And I aligned this learning experience with one of the competencies in our portrait of a learner. This was really helpful for a lot of students because it connected their passions to their everyday school life. For me, I think it kind of had a double effect because it not only connected my passion to my academic career, but it also sparked the idea that education could be a career path for me. And I think that is not only because I was surrounded by all these cool things that were happening in the world of education, but also because I had to sit down and think about who I was and what I wanted. I was facing my friend this afternoon and she was telling me that she used to be in all of the high level classes in high school, but she was never the top students in those classes. She was always kind of towards the bottom. Even though you're in high level classes, when you're in a high level class and you are doing worse than most of the students in the class, you still feel like you're not worth as much as the people that are surrounding you. And so this kind of brought a lot of distaste to her academic career. And she just, she never really liked school. She went to college and she's a psychology major. She started studying things For the purpose of something that she was really, really passionate in. This girl is so passionate about psychology. And so connecting this to her academic career was really important for her because she was once again inspired to be in school. And this translates to her other classes. She's developed this passion for learning through doing things that inspire her and things that feel purposeful to her. And I was thinking about that and I was talking to her about it and I was like, I think. What happened to you when you went to college happened to me when I went to high school and realized that I really liked education because I can sit through the classes that I don't love, but I still see a bigger purpose in the situation. And I'm not saying you have to have your whole life figured out when you're 15 going into high school. I'm just saying everybody has passions and you should be aware of your passions and how your passions connect to things that you do in your daily life. So I was thinking about this awareness and these profiles that we created. I was wondering what would happen if every student had to take a step back and think about who they were in that moment and what defined them, how this learning experience or sequence of learning experiences connected and where they wanted to go from there. What if we put this into a profile like what I did freshman year and what if we updated it and we added more connections to school and more connections from your outside life into your academic life and more connections to these pillars. And then we took these competencies or these pillars of skills or goals and how you use them to help you develop on other skills. You all of a sudden have this big book of who you are and who you want to be and how you got here. This brings me back to the transcripts that I had talked about previously. This transcript takes a look at who you are as a learner rather than who you are as a student. Because when you finish your academic career, you're still gonna be a learner, but you're not gonna be a student. I don't know if this is making sense. Um, a student to me is someone who is being instructed or told to learn something. And a learner is someone who takes their everyday experiences and allows it to affect them in a way that develops who they are it's pretty insane when you look at the transcripts next to a normal number value transcript because it's got visuals and shapes and pictures and it shows growth in buckets rather than growth in subjects and it's it's a lot like i can imagine being in college admissions and seeing this and not knowing what to do with it because it's very new. However, there are 260 private schools and 77 public schools that are members of this organization. So somewhere, somebody has submitted this transcript to a college and gotten accepted. And as we were learning about it today, they mentioned there are a lot of big schools that are used to having graduates that go to very high level colleges And they accept this because when you force the change upon them, they have to adapt. They can't just stamp their feet. I mean, I'm sure some of them have and said, we won't accept this. But if you do it enough times, somebody's going to have to change. So if you refuse to change the way you're thinking, then somebody else has to, which sounds a little stubborn and a little unnecessary because, of course, we want to reach a compromise i am not one to say that we need to take away completely the way that we run our transcript because i do think grades have a place i'm not saying that i like the way that they're developed or the way that they're analyzed but i'm saying that we can't just throw them away and expect the other side to run away with all these pictures and moments however we can expect the other side to see what we're doing and adapt to it and allow us to make this change and that's why i wanted to revisit what i had said previously because i had said that those in higher power needed to make the change before we could do it. And I disagree with this now. I think that we need to make the change, and we need to expect those in higher power to adapt to our new way of thinking. Okay, I'm back. Um, I, just, I was editing this, um, and I listened through it once, and I just had a couple points that I wanted to clarify. The first thing was the Portrait of a Learner, because skim skimmed through this really quickly, and it's not completely my story to tell and explain. However, I could probably talk about this for days on end. And regardless, I definitely have a lot of experience from that workshop. I am planning to make an episode on my own experience and the product that I created within that day. The second point that I wanted to clarify was towards the end when I started talking about people in uh, quote-unquote higher positions and I think I kind of illustrated it as more of a battle. I didn't mean to put it in this light. We're not forcing the change to happen, we're influencing it. So it's like a snowball rolling down a hill, right? When I made my first episode, I had it in my head that those who were quote-unquote higher up had to make the snowball before we started rolling it down the hill, and it, you know, picks up snow and gains traction and gets bigger, and as it rolls down, it influences more and more people, we can make that snowball, and we don't have to wait for someone else to make it for us, if that makes sense. So those are the two points that I just wanted to clarify. And yeah, thank you for listening. I hope you all have a very nice morning, day, afternoon, night. And I will see you in the next episode.